0: Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memories. This episode is brought to you by Rotifest and Zenware. RotaFest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the bin and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about RotaFest at rotafest.com. Yo, yo, good day and welcome to another episode of the RotaFest Software Podcast. It is a beautiful day here in Boise, Idaho. It's like sunny and almost sixty. My wife's like, "Are you taking a jacket?" I'm like, "No, it's warm. It feels awesome." So we're all good. And I actually came home from the gym this morning, and uh, shingles are on my house because I'm getting my house re-roofed, and I was not expecting them to show up this morning. So good thing I had it cleared. So, but anyway,
1: so. Today we have our special guests on here from
0: PDP. How are you guys doing?
2: Great, thanks for having
0: awesome. us. Yeah. Oh man, we're we're super excited. So you know, uh, Mike, you and I had the opportunity for the first time ever to sit down together at SEMA, and I just really loved our conversation. And then I go back to to edit all the to make the tiktoks and the reels and the shorts and i realized our audio didn't work so i'm like we got to get him on because the conversation was so good good. and plus we didn't have mike so it was just me and you the other mike so we have mike dixon and mike Mike Pulaski. so welcome guys so let's talk about pdp you guys have been a standard in the industry for a long time
2: yeah yeah, we uh, we started manufacturing in 1983. Of course, we were an auto parts store at the time. We were Ohio Auto Supply. So we started distributing pro products in 1970. My father did. Then in 83, we started to manufacture the PDP line. And the PDP line grew up alongside the auto parts. And to make a long story short, in 2009, we sold off the auto parts. and. Now we're professional detailing products, not Ohio Auto Supply. So, there you go. Yeah. So you,
0: you've you been around a minute. I mean, I think in the pre-show conversation, you said you started in the 80s? Yeah, I, I joined
2: my dad in 1980. Mike joined us in 1991. So... Uh, we were, we were around before detailing was cool. It's cool now, you know, <laughs> Back then, uh, so, nobody knew, knew anything about, I mean, it, it wasn't really a recognized industry at the time. You know, we were no calling, on, calling on dealerships, calling on what shops there were and yep. uh, mostly dealerships though. So we, we, we navigate, we learned how to navigate the dealership landscape pretty well in all those decades yeah
1: body shops
2: body shops a little bit yeah body shops mostly uh they did a little bit of detailing but mostly detail shops
3: and and uh car washes leasing companies yeah stuff like that so what's what's the
0: biggest what's the biggest change you guys have seen in your 30 40 years i mean that that's three decades right What's the biggest change, most impactful change that you've seen in the industry?
2: That's a great question. Yeah, it is. Now, I would say the IDA. Mm. You know, I I joined the IDA board, uh, I think it was 2013. Um, I served for five or six years. I was president in 2017. Mike was uh, head of the certification committee. But, you know, back in 2013, I think the IDA might have had a hundred members, you know, and, and it was just starting to be considered an industry. Right. And uh, it's really gained in visibility and growth and it just mushroom, you
1: know, just awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I was, um, well, I'll I'll preview a couple of things for MTE, but I'm actually going to steal something that Keith DuPlessis used to do and ask everybody to look at their, their IDA badge numbers. And some of us that have a three-digit number have been around a long time. There weren't act there were not as many active members when I joined as my badge number, but it, it had been, you know, that many years to where you you still had a three-digit badge number. And I think Keith DePlessis still has it like number two or number three
0: or something. Yeah, I think uh <clears throat> is number seven.
1: Yeah. So it's 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 come yeah. a long way. The idea yeah. has come a long way, the the um, recognition of, you know, certified detailer and skills validated detailer, number of uh, RITs and things uh, like that exploding. that have gone on. So the, um, what have you guys seen in the way of um, product development or product uh, introductions over the last probably 10 or 15 years that you would say is the biggest impact?
3: Well, I think probably one of the biggest things is how we have products to do Every problem we see uh, mm, yeah. the day, you know, uh, we just introduced a new uh, iron remover that doesn't have any uh, nasty uh, odor to it, you know, and this product is being used in everybody's shop every day now, where, you know, 10 years ago, we didn't even know what it was.
1: Yeah, so that's, a, that's a fantastic. Moment.
3: Things like that come along and and really make the job easier for the detailer. Mm -hmm. And uh, like Mike said, you know, the idea I wanted to add to that, you know, the IDA has really been able to lift these guys up from a position that was uh, a less desirable uh, person in a shop, let's say, to giving them an actual worth. And once the person feels their worth,
0: Mm. they to go
1: out and do a hell of a job for people. You know? yeah no that's i think that's a really good point and and you know for me i look at it and i say that it used to be the reason i say body shops it's kind of where i first time i ever picked up you know a, well let's just call it what it was it was a giant black and decker rotary with a tie on you guys will understand a tie that on, tie on pad bad pad. you had to stretch <laughs> around and then you tied them on and then when they got all filled up they'd spin oh yeah that was fun but um the, I think that that is uh, what you said is a really good. Um, <laughs> stunk in a bottle. I think that's a really good wow. innovation. Is, is you know, <laughs> if we get these products that come out, because iron remover is a great product, but everybody hates the smell. Um, <clears throat> PDB yeah. friends, there you go. Yeah, Jake, Jacob, Jake Renner, Renner, Jacob Renner was Renner, really you excited. There, guys.
0: Yeah, he was super yeah. excited that you guys were going to be our guests. So, so and and I and I love Bob's comment about the product, right? You gotta love that skunk in a bottle. Um sure. and you know, I don't know how you guys got rid of that rancid egg well, smell. It. I mean, that's quite you know, the accomplishment. It
2: was it was a lot of trial and error, and you know, and some luck, you know, uh, but it took it took a lot of trial and error, and uh and when it happened, we were just as surprised. We, you know, we were as surprised yeah. as anybody would be, uh, yeah. and it was really cool. And, you know, it's the same uh, sodium, thiogly- sodium thioglycolate solution that is used in just about every iron remover uh, that turns everything purple, you know, or, or reddish purple, and uh, so
1: yeah it just is, an that's additive fantastic.
3: that that neutralizes the smell. I remember when it happened, we were we were trying the product out in a, in a uh, we do training classes a couple times a month and we were trying the product out and we almost looked past the fact that there was no smell uh, because everything else that was going on and then we stopped for a minute. And I remember uh, a few of us getting our noses down to the back of a, a vehicle and smelling and I thought that was the funniest
1: thing and we couldn't smell that skunk smell. Yeah. Um, it was quite a runaway. Well, I think that's probably for me the last probably 10 to 15 years. Um, it, it's been the product innovation to make the job easier, faster, and, and quite honestly, more profitable. You know, you can wow. some of the some of the dilution rates that have come out and the products, like you said, that are doing specific things um for you know you can do a two-step you can do a one-step you can just i mean some of the compounds and everything is just it's so much easier and i know we all sound like the you know somebody's parents that walked uphill both i remember when but seriously (laughs) back then when you had to you know cut something with a rotary and then you had to figure out how to now get all that out of it and you know it was so you had one or two options and that was about it yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. well, and
3: even back then, if if you remember, if we were going to detail a car, um, and let's say back then it was a 79 LTD, well, and let's say it was black or red or maroon, you had to cut that whole car. You couldn't leave a panel untouched because it was a totally different color when you were done, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you typically wore that color home with you that day, if you remember. You definitely so. wore that color. I like, I
1: like you just take a little bit off the pad and just wipe it on your face like this to get you going. Yeah, in the morning. yeah. I'm on the maroon one. Jody's on the black one. You know? So it's, it's I think it's interesting and,
2: uh, saving time, effort, and money because that's just I don't know if you if can see this right. That we're in our training center. Optimize yeah. I, I I made this thing optimize T E M time, effort, and money. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's and then yeah. that literally that's that's what the idea of a good product company is, is that you guys are innovating and helping detailers to be able to maximize what they're doing. I mean, um, you know, right. I, I remember one time early, early on, we had a, a podcast and somebody was asking Levi Gates, how many how many uh, hours or something? like this, How many days does it take you to do a three step And He goes, oh, my God, if I can't get it done in a couple of hours, you're wasting your time. I mean, you got to get this stuff in and out. This isn't a I mean, I think we have a tendency to get a, the uh, uh, perfectionism comes into play. But really, this is this is about expectations and and meeting those expectations and exceeding them a little bit so that you can get return business. But this is a business. You know, this car is going to get driven unless you're unless you're working on a trailer queen that sits in somebody's you know glass house and gets driven once a year to a parade. They're all just cars. So um, in your uh, product development, do you guys get a say or do you get a hand in it? Because you were talking about the uh, when you were sniffing the product, do you guys get to really get your hands in there since you've been involved in it so much?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we're it. I mean, with our production manager yeah. and our chemist, you know. Um, yeah. So uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, so I have a question for you, you know, as you're, it, because you guys are coming at it from the supplier side, right? So you're constantly investing in developing new products. You're trying to, you know, improve time and efficiency and help them make more money. What are the things that you guys see from a supplier's perspective that trip up business owners of a detail shop? Okay,
2: well, let's think about that for a minute. It's probably mostly the entrepreneurial side of of the operation, wouldn't you say? Um, yeah, I would say so. You know, so that's something that that we've always thought the IDA might get a little involved in would would be to have seminar, and they do do that uh, seminars about the business side and 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 how to re- just run a successful, generically
3: how to run a successful business, keep track of things and maintain. It's getting yeah. better now, but you know, I, I remember years and years ago, uh, I dealt with a bunch of detail shops in a certain area. And every one day when I was making my uh, calls on these shops, they com- were complaining about one guy being too cheap, you know, and, and stealing all the business. So I called for a meeting of everybody for lunch, not telling a few of them because they wouldn't show up if I would. And we sat down and, you know, this is not collusion, but why are you giving this business away? You're losing money. If you're going to detail cars for, and I think the number was $69. And this is going back a long time, fellas. But, you know, everybody said, you know, that's, that's crazy. We're giving that to dealerships. We're giving it to guys off the street. We got to do better than this. Yeah, that's Earl. Know your value, right? Good
2: point. Yeah, it's something that I did has done is is help people understand detailers understand their self worth. Back, you know, a couple of decades ago, it was you know it was more about price, price, price. Of course, you were talking to dealerships. But, yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. now people understand the value of a product, and that goes along with the time efficiency, you know, and and the profitability too is. Is if it saves you time, if it makes your your job look better, uh, if you can do it more efficiently, it, it it's all in the value of the product. And
1: uh, I think the detailers are understanding that more and more. Yeah, yeah I know they are, because um, when we first started, I mean, that's what our whole business surrounds, you know, software surrounds Itself with trying to make more people uh, efficient and get their job out so that they're not answering the phone while they're doing a detail. Let the software work for you. And people didn't understand the value of that. And now we have people that are asking us for enhancements because they see the value in it. And I think that's really an important part of that is that when people see that, um, you know, I was joking when you were saying 69.95. I was saying, was that Earl Scheib doing details? But there can only be one Earl Scheib right there i mean he's they're they're famous for having the cheapest paint job in the world and everybody knows it's crap
0: 200 <clears throat>
1: but if you are if you're trying to compete with the earl shibes of the world you're not going to make it right uh rob wasman i remember when i started most of the detail shop just old gas stations all you needed was <laughs> car wash sign a foot out in the road and a bucket and a wash mitt and you're in business exactly
0: well and and i, and I think <laughs> i to to bob's point i think we still have a bit of that right yeah. because Becoming a detail business is actually pretty easy if Mm -hmm. you want to go the cheap route, right? But I think a lot of kind of what Mike P was alluding to is, is the entrepreneurship of really trying to create a thriving business, not just washing cars, is completely different, right? And I was just having a discussion with the detailer on the East Coast, and he said, you know, I've really struggled this year because there have been 13 new shops open and they're coming in and they're offering an interior detail for $69. And he goes, I won't even look at an interior, interior detail for less than 200, right? right? Because there's so many nooks and crannies and, you know, sometimes you got to pull the seats out and all that. He goes, it just doesn't make sense. Right. So to, to Mike D's point is, no, one of the things that the idea has done is to help elevate the value in the mind of the business owner of what they're bringing to the table. The next challenge I see is that the business owners struggle with how to articulate that value in a way yeah. that's compelling.
2: Right. They've got to tell, they've got to have a good story. And everybody has a story, everybody has a little bit of a different story, obviously. And you've got to be able to tell your story, you know, and, and, uh, and like you say, articulate the value of it.
1: Yeah. And then Joel's, to Joel's point, people invest in who they trust. And I think Absolutely. that's the thing with detailers now is build that trust and build a, you know, Jody and I for a long time, we we, we looked at the, our industry and everybody was chasing price. And we finally just went, this is ridiculous. Let somebody else do it for 20 bucks a month. I don't care. I don't want that client. I don't want somebody that wants to be that cheap. And that's the only way to put it is if they're worried about, you know, two or three dollars here or there instead of quality, I would rather spend my in my personal life. I would rather spend a little more money and get the quality. Right. And have it last longer or whatever than than buy the cheapest thing on the market and, and have die, you know, and so I think that's the difference between somebody that buys like professional grade tools or goes to Harbor Freight. Harbor sure. Freight's good for stuff that you don't care about. But right. if you want and to- it also applies to service too. I
2: right. mean yeah. it, you know if, if you deliver fast, if you have expert help, mm-hmm. uh if people take care of your needs, you know, on a daily basis. Yeah, that's important yeah. too.
1: And I think that's I think part of that comes into education which you guys have a training center there, which is fabulous because it shows people how to use not only your products, I'm sure you show other people's products and how to use them in general. Absolutely. But, um, you know, and, and, you know, Joel jumped on here. We're actually going to the ages training this weekend, even tomorrow Wisconsin, um, to, to look at, you know, new innovative products there as well. And I think that the key to people in this industry now is, is that education? There's so many opportunities to go meet you guys, talk to you guys, get the expertise of you guys that have been doing this for, you know, over 25, 30 years. And, and we get to get our hands on stuff. I mean, MTE's coming up, you know, we you get to literally go meet all these people that have been doing this forever. You can get your hands on the products, you can actually feel, touch, smell, or not smell in your case okay. <laughs> but, but I think that's important for people to do that. And I watch people that are questioning whether they should go to these events. Um, and I look at it and I'm like, man, that's the only way to go learn this stuff. You and once they get it, once they do it, then they're hooked. Yeah. But that
2: you're right. And convincing them to go and network and learn and, and be face to face, you know, that nothing replaces face to face, you know, YouTube. Or yeah. Social. yeah. But uh, back when we I mean, we built this. This is a 4000 square foot training center, uh, 50 person classroom, two bays you know, all state-of-the-art lighting and uh, all the tools you want to try. Uh, yeah. We pulled it and we added on to our facility in 2015. And at the time, in 2015, you know, there wasn't as much buzz about training. There was some, but not a lot, you know. So yeah. it, it yeah. took a little leap of faith to to make that investment, but it's it's been
1: well worth it. Yeah, and I think that people, that's a perfect statement for people that are that are thinking about going to a training it takes a little bit of a leap of faith you got to shut down your shop um i you know we're we got jacob brenner has been watching this jacob was at a training we were at and it was a lot of information i mean you can ask him it was a packed full <laughs> of days it. <laughs> but it was really worth it and i have never you know even as long as we've been doing this i've never been to a training where i haven't learned something a new technique saw a new product that blew my mind you know just all over the the country the world everywhere that we go and jody and i get to go to a lot of facilities we're very very lucky in that aspect um, yeah. but we see new techniques and new trainings and we you know every time we go to one it just seems like the level of uh, education and information goes up. And, and you know, you guys like you guys that are investing in huge training facilities, you know, that's a big investment for a company to put together a 4,000 square foot training facility. So what, is your training schedule on your website so people can go see it? Sure, yeah. Now, right now we've got to update it for the next
2: quarter. I believe yep. I believe we just, ha- we're going to have our right. last class of the year next right. week. And we've been okay. busy uh, installing an ER piece. <laughs> we'll get
1: that up soon okay. yep so we've got the website scrolling down below so people can go there um and look at for the coming year in 2024 look for some trainings we have three normally we have three classes every month um
2: detail start to finish uh ceramic coatings and advanced polishing techniques so wow. that's that's the, the curriculum that we have it's uh and then of course it's geared uh we have small classes uh 6 to 1 student ratio at the most so uh and usually it's less so it's it's geared to the skills of of, of who's
0: attending and you know it's very one on one so so did i hear that correct you have 3 a month oh yeah wow that's a lot i mean that that's that provides a lot of opportunity for somebody to come to pdp and i mean dude you could pick one a month and, you know, have three trainings in a quarter, right? I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah. We had a, a, a young
2: lady from Utah come to our last one. She's coming to our next one also. That's, so, that's right. awesome. That's right. But, you know, as we've that's been fun. doing an annual seminar. I believe this will be our 25th year. I We think we when we started counting, we think it was 1997 when we started doing it. And it, wow. at the time, it was a local. It was a thank you day for our customers. Plus, you know, we're we're so passionate about new products, introducing new products every year, and uh, so that was an opportunity for us to show what was new. And uh, so that's that's kind of a tradition here at PDP. We always well, have. When that. do you do that? When That's he, in the spring, right?
3: March 19th, I think this year.
0: Yeah. Wow. So yeah, and and uh, five
1: years, it's the 25th anniversary. Yeah, they're, they're they're Mike way, they're, invited us to, to go. Rings. So yeah, so yeah. 30, and
2: you guys you will be there. So, and I know, you, Mike
1: invited us? Yeah, the 3250th person that signs up gets a diamond ring. There you go. There
3: you go. that training, we we do Rupes training, Flex training. We had. Yeah, Lake Country here last year. G Technic. Yeah, Um, Yeah, we try to get all our manufacturers uh, that want to participate to come in and have a day, uh, be with potential customers and customers, and show what they got. You know, it's a yeah.
1: And these these are great. Like we said, these events are great. Jody and I are involved in a lot of them. Like I said, we're going to the the going to one this weekend. Um, apparently we're gonna be there in March because I'm gonna get that diamond ring. And we <laughs> I think it's it's awesome to see that because the more you go to, the more you pick up on techniques. I could watch, you know, Jason Rose do a Rupez training all day long. And then when I turn around and have Sarah uh do a training with the same product, I pick up something different. Every time. Every single time, no, whether it's really. Todd or or apprentice uh, or any of the trainers that they have. Same thing with Flex, um, you know, t- working with Chris Metcalf and the Flex team. So I think it's great if people do that and they move around and, and, and get it from different people. I mean, I remember one time going to, a, a you know, back in the day and I sat with Mike Phillips <clears throat> and we were talking about machine sanding. It was when this, you know, everybody still wanted to hand sand everything. And he had a little three inch polisher and in his machine sanding and he didn't know me from Adam. And uh, we were working on a a black 1965 Mustang trunk. And so I took this little three inch polisher and I started going back and forth and I was making a pretty good pattern and I had a pretty good slurry going. And then I would move over here and he literally looks at me and he goes, you know what you're doing? Get out of here. Give somebody else a chance. So, (laughs) you know, I think that that's good because the trainers can recognize that's the thing. And Mike and I have talked Mm -hmm. a lot. You know, he's a really great guy, but. But the thing about that is, is you have to understand as trainers, you guys can see that you understand, like you just, you mentioned it, Mike, is you, you train to the level of the people that are in the class. If you sure. have advanced people in the class, you can do advanced stuff. If I have Jacob in a class, he's teaching metal polishing. I'm not, because that guy can do it like yeah, sleep. Really I think his, I think his young daughter, oh, yeah. right? I can, but, but Everybody has to understand that everybody's at a different level. And I think that really as a key to kind of tie that all together where my brain was going, that is the problem with Internet training. You don't understand what everybody's level is. And yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, this is so basic. This is ridiculous. Well, they have to start at a level. So face-to-face training is my it's absolutely my favorite. There's no way you can learn to do something without your hands on it. Um, the internet's great, but but the face-to-face training is the way to go. So, uh, right. yeah, PDP training—that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. awesome, and, and we're looking we're going forward, forward to March. coming out. Yes, Mike is the
2: trainer, and uh, you know, it, are, are you, Mike. You know, like you said, were you talking about the uh, the other innovation in the last twenty years that when you started out talking about that? would have to be the polishers you know oh oh, yeah oh I mean, that, that just took everything to the next level and opened it up for so many more people to come in because you know yeah. we've been doing it uh you know when they had like you say the dewalt's and the makitas only yeah. and yep. uh you know and uh
0: they didn't even have we started before there were paint sealants believe it or not wow <laughs> really. oh yeah really. Yeah. The- the other thing that I think is exciting is the battery technology sure. you know, Combine, And, you know, I mean, you're having huge advancements in the polishers, but the things that I'm seeing with the battery technology, I mean, dude, that ego pressure washer and the, <clears throat> the ego vacuum, dude, you get so much power and you can move around. It, it's just amazing. So. Yeah,
1: I think. that, and that, And again, it's back to your your board there Mike is with the, you know you're you're providing efficiency and time and making money if I don't have to walk back and forth 57 times and I think that's what I really appreciate about a lot of the trainings is trainers understand that and so when you go to a training without even saying anything this is my this is my free tip everybody gets this for free today <clears throat> when you go to a training watch how the trainer has their stuff set up they may not tell you but the yeah. trainer have it set up for efficiency. So when you go to a training and you've got a, there's got a cart and they have their ceramic towels are different colors and they're set one, two, three, or they've got their they've got their applicator pad sitting there and it's on another towel key into that stuff because I watch that kind of stuff as a trainer sets up. We were in Nathan Warren's shop yeah. boat training. Nathan doesn't just cut into a boat and start. <clears throat> he has all of his stuff laid out and he has it set up to be efficient. And, and so and it's, just, it's just natural to them that, that's where I was going with that Mike's
2: seen it all. so when somebody comes to to to, to a Mike's, one of Mike's classes, you know you just absorb so much just by by like you
0: say by being here in person. Yeah. So so is PDP a RIT training center?
2: Well, that's a good question. actually <laughs> I'll brag here. we were the first recognized in the world, our recognized training center. Wow.
0: I actually knew that. That's why I asked the question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was just trying to give you guys a bit of kudos, right? Because I mean, not only have you guys been around for a few decades, right? The thing that I, I'm really impressed by the PDB team is your legacy as far as a product company is really strong but your legacy in trying to lead and innovate and help with entities like the IDA is also a legacy. And right. and I think that's really, you know, it says a lot about the PDP family and and the mission that you guys are trying to do. You know, it's not just about making a buck, it's about how do I help the detail industry, the detail business owner advance in their growth because as they grow you guys grow it and i really see that across your team thank you thank you
2: you know uh my dad instilled that in me and um you know service to the customer is everything uh look at it as a long-term relationship and uh we've always been about that and when the idea came along it was just it was just natural natural for us to go that way
0: you know. Well, that's super awesome. Well, you have any final wrap-up questions? I know no, we got uh, some cool uh, things so going here's on though. The deal. Okay, go deal. ahead.
1: So, if you come to MTE, we have these uh, uh, special one only Orlando, Orlando MTE, MTE stickers. Stickers, you can get one of those limited edition. I know that's really exciting.
0: So you got to do that. Um, hey, the I, thing I is, no that that is exciting because I know we hit it out of the park when my 22 year old daughter saw me designing them and she goes, Oh, I want one of those. So they're cool. So they're cool. Um, and
1: then the other thing is, is get, get in touch with PDP, because I mean, I don't, if you guys didn't know that, that was one of the things we wanted to highlight is that just the length of time that you guys have been recognized as a, as a leader in the training industry. Um, And 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 I I guarantee you I did not see the sign behind Mike where it was all about the time efficiency and money I did not see that but that is just that's something that's key to us Um, you know we have the same philosophy where you you take care of the customer and you want everybody to come in so um, you know we really appreciate you guys coming on Uh, it's been great talking to you guys Uh, apparently we're gonna see you in March which is awesome Um, we'll be doing some live stuff from there and uh, get out, sign up for some trainings, go do some things, get out of your uh, shop and go learn something and help your entrepreneurial
0: spirit get charged back up. That's awesome. Well, thank you too. Yeah, very much taking the time. So our pleasure. Thanks Thanks. for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. We'll see you guys. Live this weekend,
1: yes, we will be. But we're alive. actually going to be doing a training, so you'll see us with our hands dirty. So. Yes, yeah, so we are yeah, getting our yeah. hands
0: dirty at IGL, um, with Mike Carlin. So, my son is going with us, Ashton. He is, dude, I cannot tell you how over the top he is excited. <laughs> I mean, every day, I mean, literally every day, the last two weeks, he's come home, Dad, are you excited? Dad, are you excited? So He's uh, looking forward to the IGL uh, training. So we're, we'll be hopping on a plane tomorrow, going live here and there. And then next week, I can't even remember who our guest is next, next week. week but but anyway. we'll have somebody
1: on and it'll be awesome. And then yep. we'll
0: see you guys at MTE
1: and uh, everybody yep. there. So, yep. So we Great. will
0: take you guys same time, same bad channel just next week. Uh, see see you.
2: All right, guys. Thank take you. Take care.
0: Thank yep. you.